It's just a public service announcement sponsored by Just Blaze and the good folks at Rockefeller Records. Fellow Americans, it is with the utmost pride and sincerity that I present this recording as a living testament and recollection of history in the making during our generation. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Thanks to the OV. I used to move slow. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Chats with Blanche podcast. I am Michelle, a.k.a. Blanche, and I am your hostess. For those of you that have been rocking with me, thank you so much for the continued support, the encouragement to reboot the podcast, um, the inspiration. I couldn't do this, and it wouldn't be fun without you. For those of you that are new, welcome. I appreciate you listening. Okay, now, I probably was a little dramatic with my Jay-Z public service announcement. Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Hope. Okay, so, just know this. Those of you that know me, you know I love me some Hope. For those of you that are new, just know I love me some Hope. So, you can expect to hear some Jay-Z. Hopefully, you're not offended. If you are, eh, sorry, but I love me some hoes. Okay, disclaimer, I do not own the rights to any of the music. I'm just a fan. All righty, so now that we've gotten all of that out of the way, I am so excited to be launching, um, or not launching, rebooting and kicking off the first episode of the reboot with a dear, dear, dear friend who's like a big sister to me since I was a kid. When I decided to reboot the podcast, I wanted to get back to its roots of focusing on all the things that were important to us as women, to empower us, to to share our stories for healing, to educate us on things to make us better and to help us with our health and um, our physical health, our mental health, our spiritual, our, our spirituality, all of those things. So that's the direction that I'm headed um, with the reboot. So back to tonight's episode. Tonight, we're going to talk about yoga and the the journey of self-discovery. You'll he- As you listen to the podcast, you'll hear me talk about, I've never done yoga, but I've always been interested in it but I was always afraid. Um, There were all of these preconceived notions that I had. And I love this conversation that I have with Yolanda because she dispels all those myths. Um, We talk about the benefits of it um, and just have a really, really, really good time and learning more about yoga and how it can be beneficial to all of us. So uh, thank you again for listening. I hope that you enjoy the show. Hey, Londa. Hey, Chick. How are I'm, you? I'm doing good. How are you? I am well. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. I guess that's the thing now. <laughs> I, you know, I just realized that um, it was one of those things where I started to see it pop up and I see more and more women are embracing it and, you know, taking this time not to sit at home and feel like they've been left out, but created their own space for celebration. I absolutely love it. Like I've been seeing women have Galentine's brunches and Mm -hmm. lunch. And I was like, wow, this is turning into a thing. And I love it because I'm like, 
I just remember a time when Valentine's Day for single women would be like, oh, it's Valentine's Day. And, you know, I may have felt a little bit of that, like when I first got divorced. Mm -hmm. But after that, you know, with different relationships, I mean, and just my own journey of self-love, it just started being like, hey, Valentine's Day can be for any type of relationship. Doesn't necessarily have to be romantic, but I absolutely love what, what women are doing with Valentine's Day. <laughs> I agree. I agree. You know, but let's be honest. We don't need a day to celebrate ourselves, do yes. we? Absolutely not. <laughs> nope, we don't. You know, you. I, I need that T-shirt that says heavy on the self-love because sometimes I got to slow myself down. Yes. <laughs> that is absolutely. so true. Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. I am um, on the, the reboot, if you will, of Chats with Blanche, um, previously or formerly known as Wonder Women Wind Down and then the Wind Down with B. And I think just like with me and, and just us as people, how we evolve and maybe we think we want things to go in one direction and then it goes in another direction. And maybe during that time, that's the direction in it, you know, that it, it was what it was during the time that it was. But um, what I'm what I found was that I, it's been about a year now. It's like so for people that's listening and especially people who reached out and asked me, like, when is your podcast coming back? That means the world to me, first of all. Mm -hmm. um, but it just started making me think like, well, I really had fun with it and maybe I was starting to overthink it. So this time I wanted to relaunch with just what it was. It's just what I do with friends and family and women in my life that I'm cool with and that I love. We we chat and we we chop it up and we have a good time and it turn it always turns into something, whether it's healing, spiritual, laughter. I, and I just wanted it to be organic. And so I thank you so much uh, for for joining me. Well, no, the pleasure is mine. And, you know, um, I don't know if your audience understands our history, but, you know, I feel like a mother who's watched her daughter grow and blossom, you know, and I guess I'm telling my age too, right? You know? I absolutely, I do love it because it, you know, one of the things that I wanted to do and you, it was a great segue was just tell the audience a little bit about just who you are and what you are to me. And, and another example of, just genuine love, whether we talk daily, weekly, mm -hmm. monthly, or whatever. But to those that are listening, Londa, as she put it, it was like our mom, like a big sister <laughs> and mom to me. Me and her sister, Terry, we went to school together. It's been over 30-something years. And you know, when you're young, you're a teenager, you, you need those big sisters that are steering you in the right direction. Sometimes may even have to keep your secrets. <laughs> but who also got your back and going to tell you when you got to get your stuff straight. And Londa has always been that, you know, she's always been there to us as such a, a, a light. And so again, whether we talked on the regular or not, when we get together or see each other or talk together, it's always love. And so when I start thinking about, um, I've been really interested in just trying some different things. I, you know, the last couple of years I've been saying, this is going to be like my year of yes of mm -hmm. doing different things and mm -hmm. I start thinking about Yolda and so okay. I'm not going to tell Londa's whole story I'm going to let Yolanda tell about herself and her journey but we're going to talk a little bit today about um you know it's February it's a lot going on of course it's Black History Month cannot forget that but we're we're Black we live it every day so I don't really need a reminder of that 
But it's also, you know, the Heart Association takes February to focus on heart health and things. And I always talk to people and even like when I follow like Russell Simmons and other people, they talk about like just the beauty of yoga and meditation. And I meditate, but I've never really done, I've never done yoga. And it's really, I've been thinking about it lately. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to reach out to Londa because who better to talk to? So I'm going to stop talking and kick it over to Londa. Londa, tell us a little bit about yourself and your journey with yoga. Well, you know, uh, so first of all, let me thank you um, for just giving me such heartfelt, kind words. Um, and I want you to know everything you said. I have enjoyed the journey of watching you ladies grow. Aww. And you have turned into such a phenomenal woman. Oh, and thank you. To, I, it's just an honor to be here to share this piece of the journey with you. And so um, if I could add to any of this fabulous fabulousness that you already have. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will try, but, you know, you asked me to share with you and your audience a little bit about myself and for you, you know, you've got a um, some insight already, but, you know, I am 51 years old, native Detroiter, born and raised, proud graduate of Detroit Public Schools, Cody mm -hmm. High School, go mm -hmm. Comets. <laughs> <laughs> You know, and, and like most of us who have grown up in any urban type of environment, we have been through a journey. And what I like to say a journey it has been because the journey has brought me to where I sit today, right? But through that journey, you have um, different things that you come into and different ways that you learn to cope and deal, right? Mm -hmm. And what I can always go back to is the beginning. And in the beginning was our foundation that our parents gave us, and that was God, yeah. right? Amen. You know, and so and nothing moves without that. And so, you know, praying and finding my quiet space and yes. really sitting down and listening was not a new concept for me. Yeah. Right. That was something that was given to me and passed on from generations to generations. And, you know, and we you know, we, we take it and we use it, but, you know, as you get older and to your point, we start to try about how do we take ourselves to the next level without mm -hmm. leaving the foundation? See, and because I started with that, because always remember that that foundation starts with, and I call it God. And so not to offend anyone on the call today, sometimes you may hear me say source, right? Mm -hmm. Because everybody may have a different name for it, but yeah. for me, it's God. God, okay. Yeah. And, That's um, for me and my house. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And so, um, you know, so I just, I, like others, I've been out, I have done, um, once again, gonna date myself. I did Vic Tanny and Living Well Lady. And Vic Tanny, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I've done water aerobics and I've done, so I've always done things to keep me moving, right? Yeah. You yeah. know, but it was always something else I felt right not saying mm -hmm. those things weren't good you know but it was something else that I needed and so um when you asked me what brought me to my journey I came full circle and I I want to share with people that you will find that most people who find yoga find it in a dark place mm. and I was in a dark place when I found yoga Interesting. And, 
And when I say that, there was a lot going on personally in my life. Mm -hmm. You know, things that I once knew were no longer. And and it even goes deeper than that because that was one of the journeys I found in finding this space is that it allowed me to go deep within and really address what was really at the root, right? And so it was the separation of a relationship. It was Mm -hmm. the acknowledging that my children will no longer be here. It was really not understanding that all these things is where I put all of my focus. When I sat there, I no longer knew who I was. Mm. So I lost myself in my journey. And that's common. When you think about women who work and have families or Mm -hmm. caretakers, it is easily easy, excuse me, to get caught up and lose and lose yourself. On a whim, there was a new studio that opened in my area. Um, Like I said earlier, I was always looking for something new. It's something I had never tried. And it was honestly something I had always been afraid of because I didn't like me. And we can go into detail about that a little later. But I didn't think it was a space for people like me. And uh, I decided... um, to be the Shirley Chisholm in my own journey. I took okay. it because even if it wasn't a space for me, I was going to make it a space for me, if that makes sense. So, yeah. So when you asked me what brought me to yoga, it was me realizing that I was in a dark space and I needed to find something different to bring myself out. Got it. I love it. And one of the things that um, I always say that through adversity comes mm-hmm. opportunity. Uh, Yes. Like I, like I am a firm believer of that. Mm -hmm. Um, and and I think about that. I think about even my journey to meditation and Mm -hmm. a lot of things that happen in our lives. It's so relatable, right? Even if it's different, Mm -hmm. it's, it's that time where you're forced to kind of sit down, take a look at yourself and figure out, okay, I'm lost. I'm in a dark place. How do I get out of it? Right? Like, how do I pull myself out of this? And what are some things I can do during this time? to heal and to, and to get better. And so I, I love that. And, and the thing is like, one of the questions that I was going to ask you and you kind of talked about it was, um, you know, what are some of the, your best practices, um, you know, as far as outside, you know, outside of yoga, but just that self-care. Um, and, and you mentioned it when we first got on the call that, Hey, we really don't need a day, a special day to celebrate us. Right. So <laughs> through that journey of like self-discovery and healing, what are some of the things that you, what else do you do for, for self-care and, and loving on Londa? <laughs> and I'm going to tell you during that journey, that's part of the beauty of it. It brought me back to self, right? Mm-hmm. And so when I came back to self, what, what was removed was the guilt of doing something for myself, right? Mm-hmm. Because I think that You know, in the past, when I go back to what I said, just women as a whole, because we're naturally nurturers and givers, right? So Mm -hmm. it was guilt feeling I used to have because I wanted to give myself something. And I'm like, well, I could give this time to the kids or I could give it to my mate or to my family. And I never thought it was important enough to give it back to myself. But the journey said you can't pour into others in an empty pitcher. Yeah, absolutely. And my picture was empty, but this journey allowed me not to feel guilty and filling up my picture. And some of the ways that I fill up my picture is I am not 
afraid to travel alone. It was the best thing I ever did. I'm, if Look, if we was in a poetry club, I'd be snapping, snapping, snapping. <laughs> I have learned to do so much by myself, Londa. And like, I think the first time I travel alone, like I've gone places with people. And then when I got there, I'm like, nope, I ain't feeling this vibe. I'm going to go do my own thing. But <laughs> last year was the first time I bought a single ticket. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I wasn't worried about anybody else. I flew first class. I didn't have to worry about leaving anybody out. I, and I just treated myself to an awesome single trip, and it felt really, really good. Awesome, awesome. And 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 here here's the best part of it: when you can do it guilt free. Yeah, absolutely. You- and you have to be able to do that guilt-free because being able to do those things, and that's on a more grand scale, but mm-hmm. even smaller things, I get teased sometimes because they say I'm a tree hugger. Well, it would <laughs> make sense. I'm a, I'm a yogi, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there are days where I love being outside and I love being in the grass with no shoes on, right? Mm, okay. So, my self-care some days is just getting in my car, finding a nice park and getting out, getting in the grass and just planting my feet there. Wow. You know, wow. so, That's, it's so it sounds so liberating. It's liberating, but it's and it was me. These were things that were in me and, you know, fear untapped. I'll use untapped more so than fear. Mm-hmm. Untapped things that had already always been down in my spirit but coming back to the journey of self and that's what I want to say when I say yoga to me it is coming back to the journey of self right Mm -hmm. so coming to that journey made me understand appreciate because it is when I do these things and here's where it comes full circle I feel more connected to God yeah yeah so that's where it comes full circle for me. So yeah. I know, um, and I know I, there's another question coming, but I do want to share no, this. Okay. I know that there has been a lot of back and forth about yoga as a practice and some people not wanting to do it because of what they feel is the religious aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be honest, there is some religious aspect of it for those who practice on that level but in most western societies which we live in now it mm-hmm. is done, done as a uh, a way of finding self and finding self into whatever practice and that's why i started off by saying i will say source because a lot of times you will hear source you won't hear god you won't hear um I'm trying to think of some of the Shiva or some of the Hindu gods that people mm-hmm. the practice to, right? So mm-hmm. it's really one of those things where if you take the journey, it is your journey and you're you're getting out of it what you're looking for. So if you're looking to center yourself with God, that's where you'll find God. You know, and if you're you're calling it something else, that's what you will find. But I think the beauty of it is you've got all of these modalities in one space. And at that one time, everybody is centered and looking for the same thing, but maybe calling it something totally different. Maybe calling it something different. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. And it's funny, like, and and I love hearing you saying that because I wanted to do a little research Mm -hmm. um, before we talked. Again, I've been interested in yoga, but I've always had these 
preconceived notions and not even about the religious aspect, more physical for me. And, and we'll get into that. But I just want to share a couple of fun things that I read about yoga. So sure. to one of the things that you said, as far as um, the kind of like the perception of yoga, but how it's it's um, it's something great to do if, to, to be centered in, and how you say you kind of found yourself and everything that I read about yoga, when it talked about the meaning, it talked about the yoke and the yep. joining together, right? The joining together of of my of like your your physical, your mental, and your spiritual space. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and so when I think about that, like that is true alignment, right? Like Deepak, I I meditate with Deepak. I love Deepak. Um, mm-hmm. And and again, it's not a religion. I haven't switched religion or anything like that. Um, and, and when you think about religion, honestly, if we really got deep and I love how my pastor breaks it down, when you talk mm-hmm. about religion, it's something you do religiously, something you do on a regular as a habit, right? So, but I won't get deep like that, but I mean, but well, you know what I mean? You can, if you want to, but yes. <laughs> but what I loved about that, just reading about it, I kind of knew that people would say, oh, it's relaxing. You do this when you do yoga, but to actually read about what it meant, mm-hmm. you know, yo, joined together, united mm-hmm. were the words that came across. Yes. Um, and even how it was introduced, you know, I, it looks like it was originated in India, but it was introduced in the Western world, like you mentioned in 1893. And I'm like, wow, it's been around a long time. But the mm-hmm. biggest thing for me, because this journey of self-discovery has all been physical, working out more, right? Mental, taking care of my mental health because mental health is well, you know, um, my spirituality, again, whether you believe in God, whether it's Jehovah, whatever your source is, it is the the combining and, and centering and uniting those three things. So I love that you said that. So I, I just wanted to share that. Um, another fun fact that I, I thought was interesting, you know, the Beatles have been such a huge part of like, music and if you know me guys you know i love me some music um mm-hmm. that george harrison of the beatles actually helped to i guess like bring awareness and the practice of yoga to the western world as well i didn't know mm-hmm. that um and even how they incorporated some of the beliefs and the practices into their music i didn't know that either so i thought that mm-hmm. was pretty cool um and then i found out that there was not only yoga, but yoga, yoga for dogs. Yoga for dogs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I, I literally was cracking up when I read that. Like I said, I know I was a dog mom for a minute. I said, mm-hmm. I know people love their pets, but you mean there's really dog, uh, do- doga? <laughs> well, can I share something with you? So you when- absolutely can. When, you know what? I will tell you this. It, it's it sounds funny, but it makes sense when you really think about it as a whole. Because some of our poses that, or um, I'm going to share some Sanskrit words with you guys as we talk a little bit on the podcast. So Sanskrit is the language, the Hindu language that most of the yoga poses are actually called, and we also translate them into the English format. So there are um, words and poses um, that we do, and there is a a pose called downward dog, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, eagle, the crane, um, there is a 
flying fish there. I mean, so these are the English translations of these words. But mm -hmm. so to know that where there's doga, it makes sense because a lot of these um, poses and, you know, that we go into, they actually were uh, taken and adapt from nature and those things are that was in nature. Because if you watch nature and how nature flows, right? Mm -hmm. Like called cobra, right? And cobra is good for opening the heart, stretching out the spine, getting that fluid moving up and down the spine. But think about how a, a cobra moves up. Moves. Yeah, yeah. How, and how it looks, how smooth it is when it comes up, right? Mm -hmm. Think about the core and the control that the cobra has to have in order to hold that position, right? Yeah. And yeah. So, you know, we look at nature. So, you know, it sounds like, you know, these things were just things that man created, but it all comes back to God because God created nature. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And as I look around and I see certain things I always and, and sometimes I just go, God, look at you. You know what I mean? Like there's just some <laughs> stuff man just can't explain. Oh, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. I had um during my research was looking at like some of the different poses. And again, for me personally, um was I again I've never done yoga because I have a bad knee. Mm -hmm. And getting up and down off on the floor, off the floor is challenging. I won't say I used to say I can't. I no longer say that. Once I start working out, um, even with the trainer for a short time. And even just buying myself a yoga mat and in my room pushing myself, mm -hmm. I can. So I, I stopped telling myself that I couldn't do it. But one of the things, but that was always a fear of mine. Um, again, admittedly, one of those things like, I don't know, I don't think I can do yoga. So with that being said, I'm sure I'm not the only one. What's a misconception or a myth that you can dispel about yoga? I love this question. I love that qu this question because your audience can't see me, but as you know, I am what society would consider a plus size woman. So mm -hmm. I am what the traditional yogi would look like, right? Mm -hmm. Because it is, it's no one's fault. You know, it's just that in the past, it was a, a, a practice that was usually done by, you know, um, you know, um, housewives or, you know, women of stature who... Mm -hmm home and they were usually um european and mm -hmm. uh slender you know and you know it was just one of those things where it felt like it was just designated and designed for those types and that body type right yeah, absolutely and so when i started this journey it was very important for me like yourself shell to push myself mm -hmm. right because I wasn't trying to be the next Yogananda, right? So, yeah. you know, <laughs> I love that. I was not, I was, but I was wanting to be the best Yolanda yeah. when I brought myself to my mat. And I, I have a, a slogan that I, I always um, say to myself because my mat is my home. Mm. It became their home, right? So, yeah. when I, I made my mat my home and made sure that I, brought my best self there it pushed me to go get my yoga training certification i didn't get my certification to teach yoga mm -hmm. i got to better understand the practice as a whole and in that journey awakened a little spark in me that says yoga is for everybody and that body is in quotation because everybody type 
right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's so, and it was important for me that after I got my certification, I started classes for women who looked like me, women yeah. of color, women who didn't fit that standard body type, women who might have just thought because, you know, I might have had an ailment or, you know, something, you know, it was very important for me, especially for in my community, because I know the healing of the practice yeah. and my community needs healing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right. And what better gift that I can give back than to help somebody find themselves back to themselves, if that makes sense. Find yeah. Back to themselves. You know, so that was really which pushed me on my journey. It was the misconception of what people think yoga is. Wow. I, I love that. And I appreciate that. And while we are, you know, speaking to, to listeners and other people, I hope that you all walk away feeling like I'm starting to feel, I feel awakened and I'm feeling like um, more comfortable. And I'm feeling, even when I decided to talk about this again, I, and I, and I, I'm, I'm very authentic. Like I didn't want to come and present something that wasn't real or authentic and act like I knew all about it. I didn't, I, I, I'm curious mm-hmm. and I, and I've been insecure to do it, but reading and hearing, and even just hear you and you're so passionate about it, which just makes me smile. Um, it's, it's giving me this level of comfort to say, you can do it, give it a try, give it a try. Cause I'm all about the healing and the, and, and finding yourself and being centered. And if this is one more tool to add to my tool belt, I'm definitely open to give it a try. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now as a new, I'm sorry, go ahead, Londa. No, I say, I think you should do it. That's all I was sharing. Yeah. (laughs) So we, at, in that same spirit, right, again, someone new like me who's never done it, what advice would you give someone like myself who's never done it and, you know, you just gave some very encouraging words, you just gave a, a great why. Mm-hmm. Is there any other advice or even um, preparate, like something that you would recommend that we do to prepare to come and experience yoga for the first time? I am going to tell you the best thing you can do is show up on your mat. Okay. That is the best thing. But let me just add one final thing to that. When people tell me all the time, I've never done yoga. I say, I guarantee you have. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I promise I haven't. I say, I promise you have. Mm-hmm. They say, how can you say that? I say, okay. Have you ever just stood still, straight up, arms by your side? feet planted, took a deep breath, and then continued on. They were like, yeah. I said, of course, that's called mountain. That is the mountain pose in yoga. So that's why when people say, I can't do yoga, you start off small, right? Yoga has so many variations too. So that could be a whole nother uh, conversation because there's, you know, Hatha yoga and Hatha is more slower, controlled, focusing on the breath. There's Vinyasa, more fast pace, um, still controlling with the breath, but the movements are more quick. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. There's um, uh, Bikram the heated yoga right Mm. all kinds and so when you step out there you know not only is it that I'm stepping to find a practice you want to find the practice that best fits you for me in my training I went under the Hatha training 
I trained with a wonderful organization because what was really important for me was the control of breath, the focusing on the breath. I am really big in breathing. The breath gives you life. And because yeah. it take breath and just bring it into your body and wake up what's laying dormant, it just drew me to this focus, right? But there's so many elements of yoga. So for people like you who are saying that you can't do it, I am saying start off small. Each day in the morning, stand in front of your mirror to get yourself warmed up, bring your shoulders up to your ears, roll them slowly down your back, place your arms by your side, take your feet, lift your toes up off the ground, then slowly put them down, stand there, take a deep breath and tell yourself you love yourself. Listen, I, listen, <laughs> Londa, you're, your voice and the way you just talked us through that. Okay, I almost like I'm already then set my bath. I'm, I'm in my room. I got my candle burning, some smooth music. Girl, you start talking out. I almost was about to stand up, start lifting my toes. <laughs> it, it, it like you just put me in such a space, and I'm not lying. I closed my eyes literally while you were talking, like because I'm visual, right? And so. I'm the type, and because I meditate, mm -hmm. um, I'm big, like I'm big on breathing. Whenever I'm talking to my, my nieces, my nephews or anybody and they're upset, I take them by their hand and I say, breathe, mm -hmm. let's just breathe. And it really works. I know it sounds cliche, but it really, really works. Um, but as you were just kind of talking us through that, I literally like closed my eyes and could see that. You know, I, I, I could really see that. And so I, I, I thank you for that. I think it was wonderful. And for the people that's listening, do it, right? Like we do, like we do podcasts and we listen to podcasts. We go to church, we do all these things, but do we implement them, right? Like, do we apply the principles and some of the best practices and the things that people share with us? Or do we just listen and walk away? And like, for me, my eyes was closed in a minute. She would have been like, Shell, you still there? Because I was about to start rolling my shoulders. And <laughs> so, you know, but all jokes aside, I, I think that was great. And I'm definitely looking forward to getting past my comfort zone um, to, to try yoga. Definitely. Um, with that also being said, so Londa has already shared some great things about the benefits of yoga, right? Again, some of the other things I read, um, again, reading and researching. Mm -hmm. I, I read something that said yoga was good for sex and here's how good for <laughs> which I thought I was like oh okay I ran across something risque I wasn't even trying mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> that it could be good for sex and that similar to like Kegel um that it can work similar to like Kegel exercises and and making your orgasms be a little more intense I thought that was interesting um and then I read that it said that doing yoga has been shown to prevent premature ejaculation from men mm -hmm. and and again londa talked about control mm -hmm. right and and talked about that as well so i just thought that was interesting you know yo, Londa, i'm not gonna ask you to talk about that and put your business <laughs> all out there <laughs> i just thought it was interesting um and just some other some other benefits to yoga you know and, and then last but certainly not least as far as from a benefit perspective um again what made me think about this was just like this being 
heart health month, you know, like the, the month to just talk about just your heart health. And there's so many things that the, the Heart Association recommends that we do. You know, Londa even talked a little bit about just our community, African-American community. There's so many things that we can do, right? Like, I mean, adding yoga, exercising, you know, stop smoking if we can. Trying to maintain a healthy weight, right? Of course, watching the food that we put in our bodies so that we're monitoring and managing our blood pressure and cholesterol. And so I think all those things come into play. And, and for me personally, for the past year, year and a half, all these things that I read, all this stuff that people have told me, I have started to see it for myself mm -hmm. by believing and doing right? Like doing it. Um, it, it gets discouraging because sometimes you, I do it and then I don't see the results on the scale. Mm -hmm. But man, what a good feeling it is to, after I've meditated, my day starts off and, and I'm, and, and I feel at peace. I'm calm. I can tackle the day. Um, and I'm feeling better. I'm not out of breath by walking the smallest distance. And though I may not have seen the weight loss completely that I would love to see, but I feel amazing. And I, I think that this month is just, and again, I'm no health practitioner or anything like that. I just think that um, one of the things I wanted to commit to doing with the podcast this time was just being more intentional about talking about us as, as women and taking care of ourselves because it's so important. It's, it's just so important. So um, I think this has been absolutely fantastic. And Londa, I'm not going to keep you much longer, but I want to do something fun before I let you get on with your evening. You told us so much about yoga, your journey, and just the, the journey of self-discovery and falling in love with yoga and making the, your mat your home. It's inspired me for sure. And just as a you know, a, a little sister, right? Like mm -hmm. just kind of look, I'm just as proud of you and the woman that that you are, that you continue to be the, the same, just an older version of this amazing person that I knew you were when I was a kid. So I'm so proud of you. And I really love um, the energy and the love that you have for yoga. Like I felt that, and this, and, and this is no BS. I felt your love for it, your passion and your energy for it. So um, I do want to play a fun game um, really quick so I can get to know you and let our audience get to know you a little bit more in a fun way. You down? I'm down. <laughs> okay, cool. So we talked about, and I promise it won't be sexy, so you won't get uncomfortable. <laughs> Listen, in finding self, you be comfortable. You become comfortable in all aspects of self. Ooh, so I'm okay. I love it. <laughs> all righty. So we talked about a couple of yoga poses. Mm -hmm. Um. So for you, downward dog or mountain pose? Uh, downward dog. Okay. Um, jazz or R and B? Uh, jazz. Okay. All righty. Um, are you, uh, are you one that would like to go skiing or give you a beach? A beach every day, every day. <laughs> okay. Um, with wines, are you red or white? Red. Okay. Kale or spinach? Uh, depends on the day. Okay. That's real. <laughs> you might get a little mixture. Yes. <laughs> All righty. Um, are you more willing to go to sporting, a sporting event or a play? A play. Okay. Coffee or tea? Uh, coffee. All righty. And last but not least, grill or air fryer? Grill. <laughs> I, I, I had to ask that because so many people, listen, you know, we're in this, this era of 
of the air fryer, which yeah. I've completely fallen in love with. But I too, I love the grill, but mm-hmm. I have definitely fallen in love with the air fryer. And I think it's just tying it back to just some of the, just trying to make some healthier decisions for ourselves that as we're cooking, you know, we grew up on certain foods and, mm-hmm. you know, just trying to do some of these alternative things to, to make ourselves a little more healthy. So Londa, thank you so, so much for joining me tonight, for everybody listening. Thank you so much um, for, for tuning in. Londa, any final thoughts or, or in fact, tell us a little bit, are you teaching class right now or what's going on with classes right now? That's a good question. So, you know, in light of everything that has happened over the last few years, that piece had kind of fallen off. And I even had stepped away from the mat for a while, not intentionally, but just some things in life had kind of pulled me away. Right. And so I have, I am rebuilding myself. Um, Classes will be coming. I am known as uh, Sculpt and Flow Detroit. Um, So um, I will let you know, so you can share with your audience, um, because it's a class for everybody. So I want everyone to feel comfortable. It's a welcoming environment. And, you know, you'll find that I'm not perfect either. There are days where my body says not today, ma'am. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, no, I will definitely let you. I want to thank you and your audience for giving me an opportunity to share, you know, why I chose yoga. And I'd like to leave you, Michelle, with a quote because you talked about the breath. And there's a quote by Swami Rama. And what he says is controlling the breath is a prerequisite to controlling the mind and the body. Mm. And and I believe that. Like, I I live that. And I literally, someone taking someone by the hand when they're upset or they're Mm -hmm. they're hurting, whatever it is, and just saying softly to breathe. Mm -hmm. I, I definitely believe that. I love that. I absolutely love that. And I always say I'm going to um, create and publish a book of quotes and mm-hmm. I definitely need to add that one to it. <laughs> so, all right, Ilana, have a great evening. Thank you again. And everybody, thank you so much for listening to Chats with Blanche. Definitely more to come. Um, just hang in there with me. Thank you. Thank you so much for going on this journey with me. This is fun. I just love talking to people. I love talking to people. I love empowering mm-hmm. people. Um, And just connecting with people. We learn so much from one another and we grow and we evolve and we develop um, just from camaraderie and and just taking some time to chat with people. So thank you all for listening to Chat with Blanche. Have a good night. Thank you.